Welcome back to Will Run For. This is your host, Tom. And with me, as always, is Aaron. Hello. Michael. Hello. And Diana. Hey, hey. Hey, gang. How's everybody doing? Doing good. Not bad. Yeah, doing good. We just got back from Chicago. We went on a little long weekend trip for our anniversary. Happy anniversary. Oh, thanks, guys. We, um... I think I just need to decide, like, when I'm on vacation, I'm not going to exercise because, of course, we ran in Chicago and I fell. <laughs> I, like, fell and landed directly on my face. Oh, man. For basically no reason. We saw the Instagram photo. Oh. It was bloody. It hurts. My whole body's <laughs> achy now. Like, the older I get, when you fall, you just, you don't recover. Like, <laughs> <laughs> did you eat a lot of uh, deep dish pizza? Uh, we did have deep dish p- pizza. Trash can uh, we- pizza, as I call it. Yeah, it's not my favorite, but it was okay. Um, I don't know. We did all the touristy stuff. We did an architecture tour and um, gangster stuff and breweries and all that goodness. Oh. But yeah. Went yeah. to the bean. Yeah, the bean. We went to the bean. Went to the bean. You can't get close to the bean though right now. No, right? everything's very socially distanced. A lot of masks. Um, uh, they took our temperature whenever we went in anywhere. But Maryland is not on one of the states where they... Um, make you quarantine so we were good mm, it was a really good trip yeah awesome it's fun yeah it was good we know while we were um while we were eating and drinking you guys were running well that's what we always do right this past yes. weekend we ran a little bit but we were recovering because the previous weekend we did a marathon called rocking rock rock the rock and the knob the knob yeah rock in the knob the knob Oh my God! Do we have an actual race report from a real we life have race? A we a live race report. And I'm not really sure what to say about it, other than it was literally the hardest thing I have ever done. Yeah, it was a hard race. Oh. Um, it was, a, I think, officially it's 6,700 ish feet of elevation of climbing. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> in 26 in, in a marathon. In two yeah. miles. Marathon distance. Um, it was. I mean, some of the climbs were at like 35 or 40 percent going uphill. Well, so let's talk about how like this race director is just sadistic, right? It like, was why? Insane. Why like, is this happening? To so you? I don't what we didn't realize, like, you know, you you run, sign up for a marathon, you think it's or a trail marathon, you think the trails. But no, this guy is like, it was fun. The trail is here and the trail is here above you. Let's just, instead of making them take the trail, let's just have them scale the side of the mountain on their hands and knees to the next part of the elevation. It was just literally straight up. There was one section where like there was just these tiny trees and I, you had to hold on to 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 each tree and just kind of climb your way up using the trees because otherwise you were just going to slide down this giant hill. Yeah. Oh my God. Like you couldn't, you could not literally turn around and look back or you would have fell down the hill. I did look back at one point <laughs> and it was terrifying. It was, I mean, and it was like four climbs like that probably. It was or mis- three anyway, at least. There was, a, no, there was four. Four, yeah. And the one end, of them yeah. was like, probably like 800 feet straight up. And I guess we should have <laughs> known because the, 
the one that I was talking about with the trees was called I Need a Sherpa. Nice. Okay. <laughs> There's like Throat Punch Hill or something, or Throat Punch Mountain or something like yeah. that. It's truth in advertising. And then yeah, okay. There was an aid station that I think I told we talked about last time called Quitters Row. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it legit took eight hours to run this marathon. Like, and it was a full marathon. Just yeah. it was twenty. Just it was twenty six point two. Yes. Yeah. And it was eight eight hours eight minutes. The fastest person finished it in four insane. hours and eleven minutes. Insane. Like and insane. Like, that's like a nine and a half minute mile, and we're trying to figure out how that's even possible on some of these ups. And I downs. guess if you were down, like a really good, like we are not good technical downhill runners at all. And like these downhills were not like, oh, we'll just run downhill. It was like, if you start running, you're never stopping, and it is straight downhill. <laughs> and like, there was like a ski slope. We ran down actually, a ski slope. We ran yeah. down a ski slope, but then. On the side of this ski slope, there was like this like gravelly area that you had to go straight down. Oh yeah, and if it was you, intense. You had to you go down sideways because if you didn't, you were gonna fall. You there's no way your feet could go straight because your whole body weight would go straight. So you had to like kind of shimmy your way down. So I can't even imagine how some of these people were like doing it quickly. We had we hit one section around mile fourteen. It was a uh, like a single track area along like a ridge yeah so it was like a real tight single track trail but it was pitched at like 30 degrees to the side where you would fall off for like <laughs> two miles for like two straight miles <laughs> and we were with that, guys. so <laughs> tired by the time we got to the next section which was an, uh, completely an uphill yeah that like i i was so happy for the uphills i i think at mile 18 i really thought that when we got to to quitters row i was like i'm not doing this anymore i'm quitting uh, i'm not doing this anymore i'm quitting i'm totally totally quitting <laughs> what made you keep going aaron um it, michael yelling in your ear no you no know, i did yell at her at one point though oh, was it well, remorse we'll get, for we'll how get mean to that. you were to that person yes we'll get, no 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 then we'll that get to that that's, that's that's way after <laughs> way after so at that point i think that's the whole thing about races and actual finish lines, right? Yeah, like yeah. You're at mile 18. You're like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. And then we spent a good amount of time going back and forth with maybe three or four other people, like where we would pass them, then they would pass us, we would pass them. Yeah. And like we weren't talking a whole lot because I think we were all pretty miserable and just trying to survive. But it, there's something about that whole like – Back and forth. Back and forth. And like we saw these this these two guys who were hiking the whole thing, um, who were like, This is the like I didn't expect it to be this hard. And so I think like just that whole like having other people who are commiserating with you, then getting to an actual aid station and having people cheer and like knowing that there's a reason to keep going and knowing that there's a finish line to get to that just keeps you moving. And so we got there and I was like, all right, we got mm -hmm. here. I can absolutely do another 10K. But that 10K was the most miserable 10K of my entire life. It was hard. It was really hard. We was got, the last 10K easier than the rest of the race was? Yeah, it was. Or was it well, just the as, first just two miles of it were easy. And yeah. I think that almost tricked us because we were like, oh, oh yeah. this yeah. isn't that bad. And then all of a sudden there's this giant downhill 
And that at the end just killed us. Which you then had to come back up, by the way. Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> talk about how that race ends with a thousand feet up. But before we get to the thousand feet up, we come into the last aid station. <laughs> and I was just literally the worst person that has ever totally existed. Totally the worst. To them. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? I had to formally apologize on the Facebook group page <laughs> for being an asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it was like we had just come down this giant hill. There's no excuse. My knees hurt. The guy, like, starts asking me, like, do I need anything? And I said no. And I kind of, like, moved myself away because I didn't want to talk to anybody. And he just kept, like, he came up behind me and asked me, like, three times. And so by the third time, I was like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> You look like you needed aid, Aaron. Yeah. I mean, he's literally at an aid station right before a thousand foot climb at like mile 22 or 23 of the race. Uh, I think, yeah, because it was so like mile his 24. Job, yeah, his job is to make end. sure everybody's OK there. But listen, and I apologize. Someone. Listen, I apologize on the Facebook group page. And mm. literally, I can show you guys the comments. Everyone was like, there is no need to apologize. We are all trail runners. And we all know Should what it's like. It was good that you apologized. So in summary, there's no excuse for your behavior. And <laughs> I'm sure the guy you yelled at didn't comment. Everything's fine. Actually, he did. <laughs> that's entire, amazing he remembered you the aid station He's like oh it's I forget, her i forget the name of the aid station but the they like tagged each other and was like and everyone was fine it's fine i was like okay like this a-hole unreal unreal but we did finish um towards the end there was two guys close behind us so i started running again oh my gosh so <laughs> eight hours in after all that, I started and, running. And I was okay with it. But the thing was, like, those guys seemed like they wanted to pass us. I tried to let them pass on the road. You did. And they didn't pass. So I'm but like, when you know I, what? I'm finishing. When I first <laughs> said it to you, you when I first said there's two guys behind us, you started running immediately. Well, because I didn't want to like, hold them up. And we I'm were on like, a, it wasn't like we were in some area they could pass. We were in a tight single track with rocks all over the place. Or your ego was too big and you didn't want to be passed. Did they pass? No. You guys are just a joy to be around. I don't know why people would want to run races with you. So we, we uh, did pull ahead and they finished yes. a few minutes behind us. Yeah, Not much. They weren't much behind Maybe us. Maybe two minutes, something like that. Yeah. But we were in the last like six oh yeah people? yeah we were towards the end I mean, we yeah. were towards the end we were not there was nothing yeah and during the race i said um at some point i was like well this might be a good like test kind of race to see how good we can get and he looked at me he's like we're never doing this again <laughs> and then like two days later he's like maybe we should do it again <laughs> that was my question like now that you've had some time to reflect would you try that again maybe i don't know uh there's so many other things to run theoretically but i don't know i agree i don't know that i would necessarily go back to that i would actually i i will say it was a very well run oh it was fantastically very run. Yeah. well run race um they knew exactly what they were doing they were very good with the i mean everything was pre-packaged all the aid stations were were still stacked with stuff uh, but they had like prepackaged potato chips. They had prepackaged pickles. They had pre like everything was like 
packaged in its own things, prepackaged cookies. So it wasn't like the normal trail running aid stations where it's just like a buffet of food. Um, mm-hmm. Everything was already came in like prepackaged stuff. And then they had like one person who was assigned to different pictures, pictures of like, you know, um, the endurance stuff or pictures of water. So that way you didn't touch anything and only that one person was touching and refilling that pitcher. And then they would refill, like you would hold out your bottle and they would refill it for you. So they figured out how to do that pretty well. And I'm sure mm-hmm. um, they, because of that, um, their aid stations are probably always run really well. Um, the beginning and the end was really nice. They gave out beer at the end along with burgers nice. and pulled pork sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as far as the race and the race directing, um, I it think was it was really yeah. amazing. Um, I really liked the area. I'd go back. It was just challenging. It was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would love to do that race again to see whether we could get better. But like you said, there's also a lot in this world that has probably 6,500 feet of elevation as well. So we could go back or we could try something else. It might be a little different. We don't really know. But, yeah, I would I would definitely challenge myself like that again. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome job, guys. Yeah, really. Other than being a couple of a-holes to everyone around you, I I appreciate that. I was very nice. I was nice. (laughs) He was nice to everyone except for me, usually. Well, no, because you you yelled at a guy at an aid station. Well, no, but even after that, you got really, you were really cranky a few times. Well, yeah. (laughs) And I'm sure you guys were just super nice to each other. Always. We're always (laughs) very nice to each other. Especially eight hours in. I can't imagine spending eight hours with Diana climbing <laughs> through the woods. It would just be one of us would have to kill the other. <laughs> it would not end well. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh, miserable. So, um, cool. So, anything else on the on the race? Uh, it all no. went super smooth. It was really well run. Uh, I think right now, like ultras and trail races and small local races are just kind of things that can happen if they're done well and uh i think that's awesome it's a way to get out and do some things uh i, well, I actually what, um what can happen right now is that do we want to talk about the the news yep <laughs> so this is very topical of things that oh, can't happen yeah, yeah. <laughs> very oh. near and dear to a lot of our hearts yeah we this knew this where was we coming met a lot of our friends yep today the news dropped we know it was coming. Do you, guys, do you guys want to pay almost $500 oh for t-shirts? That's an option. I don't yes. know if anyone's interested in doing that, but it's available to you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, so what we're talking about Disney. is race Disney, Race Disney, as Tom calls it. It's it's run Disney, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it correctly. But the uh, marathon weekend. And princess. And princess. And yeah. princess half marathon weekend. Have gone virtual. Yep. Sort of predicted because yeah. those are huge yeah. events. No way they could it do it. Still them, yeah. stings. Yeah. Still. I I feel like I, despite knowing it was going to happen, uh, I do feel like there was probably a good ten minutes I had to really sulk uh, before I even texted you guys that thing. I had found out probably from our friend Susanna maybe ten minutes earlier, and I needed to take a couple seconds to remind myself that it's not the end of the world. <laughs> But, you know, I think getting through this year has been, you know, 2020. Just get through it. And then we'll see what 2021 holds. So, I don't know. 
Yeah, I feel bad. I don't want to get too depressing Um, about that, so we'll move on. You're not allowed to talk about it, so. Yeah, I feel bad for you guys, like, who are registered, and then also, like, I was just thinking about, like, the people that are perfectly uh, dopey, Mm -hmm. or, like, Donna, who's on the Renohana podcast, who's done all of the princess races. Yeah. So now I don't know. Are those people going to go virtual and maintain their perfect status? If they don't go virtual, do they? I don't know what happened. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember seeing that for the wine and dine how that worked um, because they had already gone virtual. So I'm not sure if they had to go virtual in order to stay perfect. I'll have to ask Susanna that. Yeah, since I wonder. She's, um, a perfectly dopey, and she's the one who sent me the message. Um, I had seen something like on a few different Facebooks and stuff right before she sent it to me and I was afraid to look. <laughs> so for, for people who don't know, Dopey is a 5K, 10K, half full um, when you do marathon weekend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then when you're perfect, you've done every one. race yeah. Yeah, since, since the began, inception, which yeah. would be what at this point, Dopey's five year was a couple years ago. So I guess eight years. Yes. This would have been Seven, the eighth year. Eight. 2023 was supposed to be the 10th. So, yeah, this would have been eight. So, yeah, it's sad news Um, in the Run Disney community. They announced it's going to go virtual. The dopey version of it um, was announced that it's going to be $480 if you would like all six medals and all six shirts. If you just want the medals, it is $225. So those are the most expensive shirts I've ever they are Disney shirts. Purchased. No, and and I mean, and I get it, and we all know. I mean, I am one of the world's biggest Disney fans. I worked there. I have Disney tattoos. My entire house is decorated. I have Disney behind me, like mm-hmm. right now. I'm the world's biggest fan, um, and I'm not gonna judge you if you decide this is what I'm going to do. But I, this is the world's biggest cash grab, and it's really yeah. gross that they're charging this much for a virtual race. And I don't care. Like I'm saying it, it's I think it's an absurd amount of money, and I think they should be ashamed of themselves. I mean, honestly, the I, like you said, I I don't judge people who want to do it. I I totally get like you know everyone has their own thing, but I just thought it was a little um, absurd to say that the t-shirts were what adds the cost. I just was a little confused by yes. that more than anything. Yeah. Why? Would, I mean, they probably pay pennies on the dollar. Yeah. For those shirts. Yeah. yeah true. Yeah, like if you really like the medals and, you know, you want to keep your whatever, perfect dopey, perfect goofy, whatever, and you want to do it, I get it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm glad that they're giving the medal only options so that you can, because six medals for 225 actually isn't crazy Terrible well they do. doesn't sound bad yeah, yeah. they do put out quality medals yes. if you're and, and i get it's disney and you're going to pay a premium yeah. but i think what they're charging for these t-shirts is just beyond that's what a, little, a premium is that's yes. crazy yeah. i, do I think it's gouging that. did you see the medals they did release the medals today with the 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 medals and for both races the princess and the because that's how they're oh, going to try not. and yeah that's how they're going to try and entice people obviously is by releasing all the medals mm-hmm. so we got both medal releases today which is pretty early for um, medal releases yeah. yeah, I think I'm just so sickened by the cost of it. I just haven't looked at anything because it's not even an option for me. Yeah, well, we got, uh, because we already paid for the marathon, obviously we have the refund options. So the refund option for uh, just the marathon um, is a full refund. So, I mean, they are they are giving full refunds. Yeah, and that's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, so. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, offering a full refund, I think, is awesome. Considering there's a lot of races that are doing deferral only, you know, that's, you know, you got to give Disney credit for that at least. Um, Or you can run the virtual um, and get a $70 gift card back. Like, I would have been fine even if they offered just deferral to 2022. Mm -hmm. Like, I I would think that would be fair also, you know. Yeah, that's what a lot of the races uh, have done. Or they've given a partial. I would have understood even giving a partial refund. And then yeah. giving so like I think a, a, deferral. a full refund is actually very fair when you consider yeah, for, racing. Yeah, and yeah. For, and for Disney, a full refund with how they've been towards refunds in the past. Yeah, that's completely a new thing for them. Yeah, and for how many people are going to sign up or try and sign up, and how fast it went this year, I actually yeah. kind of wanted the deferral to be honest, so that I know that I can yeah. run it next year when it's yeah, finally back. But. I'm okay with the full refund too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you guys know what you guys are going to do? Are you guys going to go virtual? Or are you going to get a refund? Oh, I'm not. I'm not yeah, running, uh, spending that money on, yeah, <laughs> on a virtual. I just. I'd I rather do, do another it. race. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't really care about medals that much. So to me, it's not like if I collected medals, I would definitely for 120 bucks or whatever, I would do it. I think. But if, I don't collect medals. So. If I looked at the medal and I had been in love with it, um. Or I had, yeah, I just, I, I didn't, the metal wasn't like, oh my God, I love that. So that's one thing. And then I just, I don't know. It just feels like a too high of a price for a virtual for me. I just, I don't know that I can do it. Yeah. And it's totally cool if you want to do it and, and you want to spend the money and you yeah. love the metal. Like if there was a character I really loved or I don't know, it was pink and shiny and something ridiculous that I would love. I mean, I would pay that, but yeah, I don't I know. Mean, I just think overall. Honestly, the princess medals were the challenge medal has Tiana on it this year. And it was, That's pretty it was cool. I love it. so beautiful that, I mean, there's certain things like, like I said, the marathon medals always Mickey. It's, it's, yeah. you know, it's always kind of the same theming. Um, and again, it just wasn't one that popped for me. And so maybe if it had popped, it may have like even wine and dine. Did you see some of the villains medals? I almost bought those, like the, um, was the Yzma. Like, oh my God, those were beautiful. So yes, if, if I had had that reaction to the medals, maybe I would have considered it, but since I didn't, I'm going to pass. Okay. Are we good with that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and again, I always say that like we don't want to be the the podcast that complains, but I'm just I'm just angry. Like yeah. I don't know why this just rubbed me the wrong way today. And it could be the although this isn't the cranky podcast. We're not as cranky as we were that one day when we recorded. <laughs> no. Yeah, and, and I no, get it. I mean it's it's current. I mean, it's something that our listener we have run Disney listeners, you know, it's something that's that's relatable. Yeah. And I think I think what we really we're not going to get into virtual versus non-virtual um, races on this episode, but the whole experience of running a, a run Disney race with the friends and running through the parks and the, the entertainment. Yeah. I'm willing mm-hmm. to pay for that. That's what I'm, I'd be willing to pay for, for Disney, for mm-hmm. Disney. To be in um, Disney. To be in Disney, yes, that yes. experience, seeing people that we haven't seen in a while. Like I, I'd, I'd gladly pay that, but. Teach their own. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You do you. We're proud of you guys. Yep. Do whatever Amen. you yeah, want. Yeah, and if you guys decide us. to do it, let us know and we'll cheer you on. Absolutely. Yep. You ready for some 
Apple five star reviews. Uh, yeah, we have a, a handful tonight. I wonder why. A handful. Why is that? So always remember that your Apple five star review gets uh, Tom out there running five miles. <laughs> For the rest of his life. Yeah, for the rest of his life. Uh, so we've had, we had, let's see, how many? The, one, two, three, four, five, six this time. Yowza. Yeah. We love yeah. you, listeners. We love you. So uh, K2, great host, great content. Will Run for is my new favorite thing to listen to as I run. The hosts have a great rapport and the topics are always interesting. Give it a listen and get hooked. Uh, karate last name Chopped. <laughs> the running podcast you are looking for. It's a fun, casual, conversational style running podcast that makes you feel like you're part of the discussion. The hosts are relatable and growing a community of runners like you and I around their podcast. Give it a listen on your next long run. Uh, CSBRES. <laughs> yeah, you Kathy Press. Uh, oh, that's ca- okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> no high fives, just five stars and five miles for Tom. Fun to listen to. Happy to hear others. Love for running and beer. What's better than that? It's a good, good point. Yay. M. Harrell, uh, running and laughing with friends. The live episodes might be my favorite. This episode kept me, me entertained during my long run. Love the stories, and sometimes I learn something. Feels like a run chat with a run group. Keep up the good work. Anna RN81, new favorite. I started listening fairly recently, and this podcast is quickly becoming my favorite. Feels like you're talking to running friends. Conversation is always light and fun. I typically listen to it while driving to work and always puts me in a good mood. I highly recommend this podcast. And Tom, you officially owe me five miles. Oh, <laughs> yay. Thanks, friends. Seeing on runs, running a friendship, super fun running podcast. The hosts have great chemistry and the conversation is always lighthearted down to earth. This podcast is for the everyday runner. And that is our five-star reviews. Thank you, everyone. And uh, that's awesome. Keep them going. Yes, we love yeah. you. CA non runs, you'll get your five miles tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> that means nothing because you have no idea when we recorded this. Yes. I'm just I'm one behind. Um wow, you're really caught up. Yeah, well, Anna RN eighty one got hers yesterday. Okay. So I got one more. So wow. please keep bringing them. Keep them and coming. I'll, and I'll keep running. We really, really appreciate it. I love watching Tom have its new run. This is amazing. Please, <laughs> please just keep making him run. I'll be honest. Some have been a little bit of a cop out. Like I walked one of them. Uh, we've been all about them. walking. So. I kind of ran and walked in two different parts. So you're you're, you'll get cumulative five miles out of me <laughs> miles. for your for your review. <laughs> we were just walking the dog earlier and he's like, oh, God, I got to get up and run five miles. <laughs> <laughs> But to be fair, we've been doing a lot of walking. We have. So we've, we've considered uh, making an announcement that we've quit running because <laughs> we've done so much walking. <laughs> That's what I posted last night, right? That we've been considering the Will Walk For podcast instead of oh, the Will Well, walking is delightful. <laughs> it is. But what are we running slash walking for this week, guys? Oh, I know what I'm running for this week. And leaves are starting to fall. So now there's crunchy mm. leaves on the ground. And oh. I love that. So I'm running for crunchy leaves. Oh, I like that. I don't. I don't like that at all. <laughs> well, you I'm know, and ready. I'm a summer girl. Not it's ready. like the one thing about fall I like. <laughs> that and David Spade always post videos of his Instagram crunching leaves. So I'm <laughs> to be him. Oh, God. What am I running for? I didn't put anything down. Dear 
Oh my! I don't know. While you Look think who about didn't that, do the right? Who didn't do their I didn't homework. do my homework. Um, while you think about that, I'm going to tell you about all the pizza I've been eating. Uh, we ordered an entire pizza last night just so that I could eat pizza for breakfast and lunch today. <laughs> and then we ate pizza after our, our long run walk on Saturday. Uh, we found a new pizza place that has a drive-through, so we just drove through and picked up a giant pizza. I mean, this thing was like extra 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 large so i've been uh all about pizza oh, damn i know all about the pizza mm-hmm. tom what you got i'm running for our two-year anniversary mm. i'm not gonna get sappy no i just i love anniversaries i love that kind of stuff so yep two years it feels like 80 years. <laughs> it feels oh like God, how long we've been doing this podcast. Oh, that's amazing. To Tom. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Tom. That's 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 okay. <laughs> oh man. Michael, did you come up with anything yet? Sure. I am running for running. Because I have a running podcast, so I have to run and continue to run because I have to talk about running, and running is my life. That is the lamest thing. It's the worst. (laughs) We're going to have a team meeting, and at least two of you have to do the homework from now on. I've taken Diana's place tonight. I'm not doing the reading. (laughs) Ill-prepared. I totally forgot about it. I reminded we, you. I know, but we did the we had uh we had recorded earlier with some inside the runner studios, so I totally forgot to look it up. Oh my goodness. Let's just uh, really quickly talk about what we've got coming up, guys. Yeah. Well, you guys are doing the multi-sporting, right? How's that going? It's pretty good. We uh this past weekend we both teams reached the over the thousand mile mark. Mm. I believe both teams may have reached the halfway mark today. Yeah, as of today, we're both halfway, um, and that means that we've ran the length of Mexico. Yeah, awesome. We're in Me- we're in Guatemala, I think. Yeah, you should yeah. celebrate with Mexican food. Oh, we or should. At least margaritas. Should. We, why we will. Why didn't we plan that? I'm, I know. should have. I'm confused. Yeah, so our, it's going really well. Our teams are killing it. We uh, are excited to see everyone out there getting their miles in, and people who post and. Uh, you know, tag us in their stuff. We also signed up for a 5K. It's called the Champagne 5K um, through JNA Racing. And that's what we did in Chicago. And that's where I fell oh. without the champagne. So you didn't Actually, even get to celebrate with champagne. Nope. nope. I celebrated with blood on my hand <laughs> and a huge bruise on my knee. It was bad. Oh, boy. All right. St- st- Still planning to uh, run the lakes on October 17th. We're going to start in the morning between like 6 and 7-ish. More Mm. details to come. Yeah, I was going to say, are you going to release some details? Because I know we had a couple people ask us uh, if you're still planning on doing it, if there's timing, if there's what's what's the plan. So you're just going to put something on Facebook or Instagram and... I will post on social media a comprehensive plan to run the lakes on October 17th. Okay. <laughs> and I want everybody plan. to come do it with me. Okay. There you go. There you go. 
uh, what do we got? We got the Batona Trail Race yeah, that we've been that training for. So uh, that's right before that. And then I remembered last week that I signed up for the Marine Corps Trifecta, which I don't know why I keep forgetting Good I job. did this. <laughs> so the Trifecta is the 50K, the Marathon, and the 10K. Well, technically, you're going to get two of those in one day. It's true. We are nothing if not professionals. I don't know why I d- so my original thinking behind this was that I had heard that we could use it for the runners club because if you run Marine Corps five times, you automa- get automatic entry for the rest of your life. You never have to enter the lottery again. So I've been eventually wanting to get that. So I was like, oh, if I can do it virtually and have it count towards that, then I might as well just do it because then I can just run around here. And then I had clicked the three different races in the sign up thing. But I guess in my head, I didn't notice that I like I was just trying to like I was waiting and I was I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, I didn't actually originally mean to sign up for all three. Then I, I think I was talking to some people about signing up for all three. And then the next thing I knew, I was signed up for all three. So in November, I have this little thing called a podcast. <laughs> and we do a charity event. <laughs> so it's not this podcast, but I have another podcast. And then with that podcast, there's other podcasts. And we have a network. <laughs> and every year, we raise money for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Um. We do a 12-hour charity podcast. So this year we're doing it, I believe right now, tentatively, it is on November 14th. So we'll run for, we'll be doing an hour of that uh, charity podcast as well, or charity stream, whatever you call it. Uh, And we will have a link opened up for the full, you know, it's actually opened up for the full year, but we'll post it once we get a little closer. Uh, The money is donated directly to Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Uh, We started it because uh, one of the, uh, one of the other hosts on the uh, the network there. Um, there, his son was born with cystic fibrosis, um, and we started it that year actually because we wanted to do a charity thing, and that was kind of why we selected cystic fibrosis. So uh, we're gonna have something here to raise money for. It's uh, essentially you have a team set up online, and you can donate to the individual person. So we'll have more details, but. Uh, you know, it's just a 12-hour charity show and Will yeah, Run a, For. It's we'll, a live show. On, yeah, it'll be on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So we're but it gonna, won't be on the Will Run For channel. It'll be on the AASA yeah. podcasting channel. So, so we'll post a link to that. I mean, But it, more details to come down the road. It's a little bit uh, later on. Yeah. If you road. saw my preparation for what I'm running for, that's about how we prepare. <laughs> <laughs> so you will get information that week as it happens. <laughs> But we're gonna also do some tie it to will run for in some way. Yes. We're gonna uh, do some um, fundraising. We'll we're gonna do a challenge where yeah. the four of us run for for something. Uh, we'll ask you know you guys for some donations. Mm-hmm. Right now the the brainstorm is we'll uh, we'll run a mile for every ten dollars we get in yeah. in uh, and it is all directly through them and it's tax deductible all that kind of yeah stuff, the so. link is is directly to their website yeah, so, so you'll be donating directly to them yeah and then yeah and i'm actually gonna do it and run miles mm-hmm. 
we're still brainstorming exactly what it is, but we're that's what we're kind of thinking right now. Maybe for every ten dollars we get from our listeners, we'll uh, we'll split up whatever yeah. miles. Yeah, we're keeping our fingers crossed this year because we know it's a tougher year. So hope it uh, goes as well. The past few years we've raised about five or six thousand dollars a year. So that's pretty it's awesome. Done pretty well. So we're hoping to kind of get there again if we can. All right, and moving on, we're going to talk about what's going on in the community. <laughs> uh, we have these mini segments for the Inside the Runner Studio. We released another one this past week. We have a couple more that we recorded right before this episode. If you would like to be featured, please uh, send us a message on Facebook or Instagram or uh, email us at willrunforpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are excited for these little mini episodes. They've been really fun to do. We're really excited and happy to get to know you guys a little bit more. Um, and now we're going to go into some things that you guys have been doing. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and tag us at Will Run For Podcast, we will share what's been going on in your lives. Hi, this is Michelle from Brooklyn. This week I'm running for Empinadas because I'm spending the week in Miami with friends. Now here's what's going on in the Will Run For community. Diana, take it away. Thanks for that seamless transition, Erin. <laughs> you can edit this, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, Robert did his last 20 miler. He's prepping for his first road marathon where he's going to be attempting his BQ in October. He also shared some pecan nut butter and wanting to know if he could use that in place of squirrels. I'd say yes. It's got to be the same consistency. <laughs> um, oh, and my 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 love, Kate, she was eating her veggies while she was listening to me talk about my oozing pants. So you're welcome. Um, Mark, Megan, and Greg did a virtual 12-hour race. Um, when the in-person race was canceled and the... Um, park they were going to do it and didn't have open facilities they decided to head to disney and run around the boardwalk for 12 hours well i'll take that um and they hit the ultra distance of over a 50k so awesome job guys uh lisa and chris they did the champagne gang virtual race and they celebrated with champagne at the end um also their new gooders uh lauren ran a live five miler in her hometown in the netherlands and congrats she got a pr and then Ryan run Disney. He's still on his running streak. He hit 100 days just over a week ago. And as of this recording, he is on day 108. So Oof, go Ryan Josh. Awesome. 108 days of running. Uh, Will Run for Taco shared the pod and was uh, she was catching up with it. And she appreciated my race report, hashtag race support, uh, because she's also Asian and has the same sunglass dilemma. And spoiler alert, was on the podcast she was in the future <laughs> my new favorite person oh my gosh she was amazing yeah she did like, uh, truly and like inside show. the runner studio so you'll be hearing from her shortly uh dopey disney runner our friend Susanna, was doing a virtual 20 miler uh and then somehow she decided to keep going and turned it into a marathon so congratulations Frumpa did the virtual gritty uh 5k where he took plenty of character steps and Found lots of gritty statues and stuff to take pictures with somehow. Um, Ryan, our friend from the Run Ohana podcast, he did uh, the virtual Boston Marathon, which I think is amazing. 
Woo, go Ryan. Um, we missed Raf's chafing story last week where he says he wears a Garmin chest strap and has flabby arms, or oh. as Tom calls them, chicken wings. Oh. Chicken wings. Chicken <laughs> wings. Uh, and tank top arms and chest straps apparently are a bad combo. So, mm. ouch. Yeah. Sorry hear, to hear that. I hear that, yeah. Crazy Runner Michelle also said that her first ultra was in a nor'easter, which we actually just heard that story on again, another inside the runner studio. studio. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so tuned. you can imagine that one. I think Michelle and I both ran ultras on that same day in two different spots in the same nor'easter. Oh, gosh. <laughs> actually, uh, oddly enough. And then we just want to give a quick shout out to everyone who tagged us in their regular run post. We had Megan, Greg, Tim. Raph, Rob Legends, Anna runs on coffee, uh, Melissa, who actually ran around her town dressed in a mini ears and costume yesterday, which I thought That's was awesome. really fun. Yay! Um, and then Donna, who is blessing some Night Ranger because she runs for 80s music. Yes. Awesome. Yes, Donna. Yes. Um, so I think we grabbed everyone. If we missed you, we, we're sorry. We love you. And keep we'll on, get you next week. Yes. Keep on posting. Keep on uh, letting us know what you guys are out there doing. Tag us on Instagram, Facebook, we'll run for podcast at gmail.com any way you want. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Let's get into our main topic. Let's 80s music? Is that's directionally correct. Wait, <laughs> we, we have a main topic? I feel like we've been talking for 28 hours. Is it we all? Is the topic cargo shorts? It's not. It's not. <laughs> are you sure? And unless you behave properly, I'm going to turn this into a Dave Matthews podcast. Wait, we're recording this? Yes, we're recording. <laughs> Diana is is off script. <laughs> the topic for today is music. It is something that is very near and dear to my heart. It's a topic that I've wanted to do since the beginning. Um, if this wasn't a running podcast, it would be a music podcast. Absolutely. Mm. There you go. So... Really, the the topic is, do you run with music? Do you run with headphones? Yay or nay? Uh, We're going to start with kind of going round robin and saying, individually, do we run with music? If so, yes or no. And then we'll go on from there. So who wants to take it? I will start by just saying that when I first started running, I absolutely listened to music. I also listened to some podcasts along the way. Um... But yes, I always ran with music. I never thought I could run without music. I don't know how I became a runner that doesn't run with music. You so don't uh, run with music now? Um, no. So Shamrock, uh, I forget what year. I don't know. It was the year before it like hailed. That year before it was also raining, just not as badly as that really bad year. Are you sure it didn't sleet that year? You, you guys keep saying hail, and I'm thinking you're meaning sleet that year. It did both. Because it, it was did. really cold. No, I think it did both. I don't think it hails when it's cold. That's when it's hot. And then this... <sighs> like, I don't want to get all meteorological on Aren't me. we talking about like, What is happening? What? <laughs> what is happening? People come to this, this podcast for advice. <laughs> they do. And I think we're giving it to them. <laughs> I think they want to know the difference between sleet and hail. The one time I wanted to talk about music, <laughs> oh all have gone off the rails. Aaron... <laughs> Do you run with music right now? Yes or no? 
No. So I was running this marathon or half marathon and I could not have earbuds in because it was raining so hard and I, it was just too much. So I didn't wear them and I ended up running the whole half marathon without music and it was the very first time I ever ran without music and the very first time I realized that I didn't actually have to have it. And so I think that after that, I sort of used it a lot more, but I, I knew that I didn't. So there was times that I would go out without it. And then I started running with people and so a lot more. And so once I started running with people, I stopped wearing headphones. And along the way, I just, I don't know what happened. I just, I stopped using it completely. <coughs> and it is not because of Michael. So... When you run without music, are you just mm -hmm. alone with your thoughts? Like, what happens when you... I don't That's even awesome. know what happens when you run without music. And there's no one there. Like, I get yeah, running without music that. when you're running with people. I don't... I enjoy it. I don't know. It's... It, it, it is definitely, like, different because you solve the world's problems. Mm -hmm. awesome. Or you think you do. And then you get back and your reality hits that you haven't. But, you know, uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of thinking. All right. Uh, personally... <laughs> I always run with music, uh, unless I'm running with friends. Um, I use it as part of my training. I actually use building a playlist as part of my training process. Like I build a playlist for each race that I'm going to do, 5K to half marathon, doesn't matter. Um, most of these playlists have repeated songs. Um, so when I'm running... It sounds cheesy, but it's kind of like I'm running with friends, but I'm by myself because I know these songs and I, I come to rely on them. I They provide a really good distraction. I pay attention to the lyrics because I'm just looking for anything to distract me. So I get into the lyrics. I like to time my cadence with the beats. Mm. Um, and then there are certain parts and certain songs where I will run harder like when I when I hit like a, a chorus or a, a certain line of lyrics, like I'll just, you know, really buckle down and run harder in that time. And maybe it's coming up over a hill. Maybe it's, you know, at the end of a race. But it mentally, it does wonders for me if so I have the right music. You run like you're in a film montage. So I actually did my homework this week. Um, and we'll get to that when we get to trivia. So just playing off of what Tom said, um, there's actually all kinds of studies that they have done with different tempo, different types of music, um, even at like positive affirmation in music and certain lyrics actually makes people perform better. So like you are like what you're saying is actual actually right. There's your scientific fact for the day <laughs> that positive music does give you endorphins and you feel better and you actually perform better. So like they've attributed all this, you know, higher levels of performance to running with music, either because of tempo or because of because of lyrics. That's your fun fact of the day. Well, oh, that's how I, I actually changed my like cadence because I used to have really terrible cadence, and I don't even don't even necessarily know exactly what that means, other than someone once told me my, my PT told me I had terrible cadence. And so he said, like, make sure you pick some really fast music and then run to the beats of it. So mm -hmm. when I was running with music, that was something that I, I did a lot. And how I built my playlists was based off of 
like you run slower in the beginning. And then if you want to be faster or if you want to run negative split, you build your playlist so that the end of your playlist is like, yeah. you know, and then, you know, I used to listen to like, I don't know, like Britney Spears, like work. <laughs> Like, that's on mine. I just feel like when she like literally is yelling at you to work, you're like, oh, I got to work. <laughs> right. You got to work. Yeah, exactly. So sorry, Michael, <laughs> you're going to have to bleep us. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, using the fast music like that, um, I was able to like build my cadence and get myself faster and change my gait a little bit um, because my yeah. PT told me I needed to. Yeah. And Aaron, I, I love that idea. I've never done that where I've built a playlist to, I don't know, make me perform better or help my speed, even though I know it probably helps. So, um, you can probably tell I run with music. I always run with music. Um, I used to run with podcasts when I first started running and then eventually I switched to music and then I would toggle back and forth between podcast and music. And then I realized when I was listening to a podcast, my pace actually mm. slowed down. So I stopped listening to podcasts when I run all together, unless I'm on a treadmill. So unless okay. there's something there to physically like yeah. control my pace, I don't know. I guess I just start listening and I'm not like concentrating on my running. That makes so sense. it, it totally slows me down, but I have, a mega running playlist on my phone. And this is where I think my problem comes in. So I have this mega playlist and then I just add songs to it. Sometimes I'll go and I'll remove songs. Like I'll notice like this song's not working or I don't like this song anymore. Um, but it's got like 200 songs on it. And then every time I go out for a run, I just shuffle it. Um, so it's the same songs. Most of the time I don't hear the same thing over and over again. But it doesn't dictate like when I hear a song. But now, Aaron, that you're saying that, you know, you'll schedule certain songs at certain points during your run. I have noticed that like the songs at the end of my run will really impact like how I'm doing yeah. or like even at like the, the beginning. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll have like a song that's almost like too fast at the beginning and I come out of the gate too hard. So yeah. that's exactly why I used to kind of do that. Like, so then, and then when you're tired, you want like that motivating, like Rocky kind of like song feeling. So you put that towards the end or like you want Brittany to yell at you or you want like, depends on like what you're looking for. You, you just got to get that like extra beat in there. What about like instrumentals? I always run with like actual music, hmm. but I know a lot of people run to movie soundtracks. Like I have a friend who always liked, I don't know, it was either like the Batman or the Superman. Oh, soundtrack and it was like a particular song that he loved that was like a five minute song and he would just let it play over mm. and over and over again um i mean i've it, heard like, of like the greatest oh. showman like there's that one song um that's uh, my entire running this playlist is me. the entire yeah, this album is me. <laughs> yeah the, this is me is like a really like again that's the end of a a playlist type song or a run type song because it's like so motivating and inspirational to who you are <laughs> I mean, the theme song to Mannequin is prominent on my playlist. Oh, man. <laughs> and also my wedding vows. Nothing's going to stop us. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. Oh, my God. But there's like certain magic songs I feel like I have in my playlist. And I don't know if it's fate or what happens when I shuffle it. But I have certain songs that seem to come on when I need them, particularly during a race. 
Like I always have big girls don't cry on a running playlist. No. And for some reason that comes on like just in the moment I need it where I'm like, all right. Um, <laughs> or I have a lot of queen as well. So like don't stop us now is just oh, one of those yeah. jams. That's that, a good jam. Yeah. That just gets you going. And sometimes you just have like the perfect song at the perfect moment when you're running. I agree. Um, Actually, one t- well, and it also happens the other way because one time, like I like all kinds of music, but Tool is one of my favorite bands. Um, they're really industrial <laughs> metal, and they just they released a new album last year. The average length of the song is fifteen minutes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's a nightmare. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I put a seventeen-minute song on my running playlist. And the first 10 minutes, there's no, there are no lyrics. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like, come on, man. So you're anti-instrumentals to run. I'm not anti, I'm anti 17 minute songs. <laughs> I like variety. I like changing it up. Oh man. Uh, Michael, what about you? Do you run with music? Nope. Have you ever? Just early on for a little bit. Um, I only did it for a little while. I got annoyed with dealing with headphones. Um, it was just a pain dealing with the wire, all that stuff. They'd always go bad. And also I ran on the roads a lot, so there's a lot of traffic. I like to pay attention and know what's going on. So I stopped pretty early. And even when I run in the woods, I don't have any interest in like putting on headphones or anything. Well, I think running in the woods is definitely a completely different animal. Like uh, yeah. I think on the roads is where I always use them. I mean, as soon as I started in the trails, I mean, the trails is your music. I don't know. Yeah, That's I'd agree really with that. really corny, like, but like, yeah, I mean, like just the idea of being in nature and soaking it in and enjoying the trails and you have to actually pay attention to where your feet are going constantly. So you can't have really any distractions. Um, no, I don't think I need like the Backstreet Boys in the middle yeah, of the woods. That, like, yeah, yeah. that's not what I need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, once in a while, like if I'm out there alone, I'll throw something on my phone, just play it out of the speaker. But it's usually just a podcast because it's usually something I'm going pretty far. So, yeah, sometimes if I'm running, like I'll put just the phone on speaker if I'm out and it's like early in the morning or something like that. And most times I do use my headphones. My problem is I do use a flip belt, which we talked about on our gear episode. So once the phone is in the flip belt, it's not coming out. So if there's a song I want to change or I'm like, oh, God, I want to skip this. Like, I really can't because the phone is in the flip belt and it's too late. So that's like the one thing I don't like. And I don't have a fancy enough Garmin where I can skip a song and get to the next song. So that's uh, really annoying for me. Yeah, that that seems like would be uh, one one negative to it i think is during races and stuff you really should be aware of your surroundings and you should absolutely never ever 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 use a bluetooth speaker in a race because it's i like, love it i don't care i love uh, if someone's blasting music I as want long as to i'm not like them off. the whole time oh like i'm fine with it i want to shove them off the course <laughs> i'm fine with it <laughs> We have two very different oh, opinions there. I'm like, just I like it. I like to start dancing with them. Yeah, I think it depends on the music. I think that's the problem. Like, it depends on what they're listening to. Because if they're listening to something that I can jam to, then absolutely, I'm all about that. But if they're listening to something garbage, I'm like, why is this person doing this? I actually don't it's even care. It's a 17-minute yeah. Tool song yeah, coming up go. behind you. 
No, I actually don't even care if it's a song I like or not. I still hate it. Because <laughs> I, I just think it's like super rude in a race to do. But that's just me. We're sorry if you do that and you're uh, Don't do it. Just please don't do it. That you're super rude. I don't necessarily believe Well, I think it also depends. <laughs> I think it depends on the volume, how loud it is. I love it. Blast it. Let me hear it. It's fantastic. I ran the Rehoboth Marathon. I could hear a dude from like a quarter mile away. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, let's not do this. Because, uh, you know, you're already miserable anyway because you're running a marathon because it's stupid. <laughs> it is a it is a very teach their own situation, though. But I understand kind of the, not the criticism, but the the point of view about not running with headphones, especially if you're doing a road race, uh, for the safety aspect yeah. mm-hmm. i mean we run with charm city run a lot and you know they have the the solar city 10k and charles street 12 miler that goes right through baltimore city yeah. and one of their big things is they ask you not to have headphones mm-hmm. they're like you yeah. gotta pay attention to where you're stepping you're crossing streets there's cars everywhere you know like it is a safety thing it's absolutely a safety yeah. thing so i understand if people don't run with music yeah, and now I can't remember what it was because it was hours ago when I was looking all this up. Um, but it's not a trivia question. There was a marathon, and I'm forgetting exactly where it was, where they actually disqualified people if they were found wearing headphones. Because a lot of times, like, they'll have those rules in a race. Yeah. You know, don't wear headphones. Or yeah. we encourage you not to wear headphones. If I'm running with people, I do not wear headphones. If I'm by myself and I'm going for a PR, I will listen to music, but I'll have it in one ear. Yeah, I think that's... Um, I Good. feel like yeah. you know, I can hear what's around yeah. me, but if I'm training with music and then all of a sudden on race day, I'm by myself and I don't have music, I don't know how I'd do it. Like I I'd like have to train without music. A lot of races though that have it in their rules, but it's like never enforced. Like New York City Marathon, it's pretty strict about a lot of things. And in their rules, I'm pretty sure, I'm like 99% sure it says that they don't, not to wear headphones, but they, I wore headphones that race they just to have something if I needed it. So like I did what you did where I had one headphone in my ear and then the the other headphone was wrapped around my sports bra so that I, I didn't, I only had one in and I actually didn't even think I used music most of the time. I just wanted it in in case I wanted to flip my phone on because I like needed something to get Sometimes me through a segment. Blanket. Yeah. But um, a lot of races don't enforce it, but there are those random ones, like you said, that will, and you don't realize it, mm-hmm. that they're going to. There's a lot of trail ones that definitely enforce that. Yeah, I feel like it's really important there, especially because you need to be able to hear people. And you need to be able to get out of the way if it's a really tight area yeah. and allow people to pass. And I don't yeah, think... always that like one person who's got like a medical vehicle or yeah. staff behind them and everyone's yelling at them to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're getting honked at and they're like not moving because they've got their headphones well, on. So like I never want to be that person in a race. Marine Corps this past year, they did the 50K for the first time and they just, you know, it was part of the survey feedback that I gave. They did the 50K went off first. Then the hand cycles went off. So a hand cycle is going down these hills in D.C. or Arlington fast, and they're coming up behind runners Oh my god! super fast. The road was wet. It was a very dangerous situation. 
And literally, I, I think I lost my voice in the first four miles because there was a, a handful of us that weren't wear, wearing any headphones. And we spent that first four miles like yelling, move over, hand cycler. But people were wearing headphones so they couldn't hear us. And like the, like the hand cyclists had to like weave in and out of these people because no one could hear them yelling that they were behind them. So yes, yeah. in a race situation, it can be very dangerous. Yeah, and even just from a safety situation, because I know we talked about this with headphones and gear, um, but just as a female runner, like yes. I don't like to not be able to hear for yeah. my own safety when I'm running. Absolutely agree um, with that. So we asked the same question of our listeners, um, and I just have some feedback to share. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase some of this. So uh, Laura said music really helps her with her speed work. She prefers uh, for long, slow runs. She prefers podcasts. But when she's next to a busy road uh, and she can't follow it very well, so it's back to music for her. She uses the aftershocks. Meg said, yes, she runs with music unless she's running with others. Uh, Robert says uh, he's never run or worked out with music, podcasts, or audiobooks, mostly because he doesn't carry his phone with him. Let me see. Megan hasn't run with music since she started training for her triathlon, which makes a lot of sense. Mm. Ryan runs Disney, is all about podcasts. He'll play music every once in a while on a long run, but podcasts really help his mind wander. One bad mother runner. Ooh. Yeah. That's said, my friend Michelle. <laughs> it really depends on the mood and the time and the distance that um, she's running. She's an early morning runner, so she really can't run with music, which makes sense. On the weekends, during long runs, she has a favorite playlist, and for short runs, she likes to just listen to her breathing. Uh, Chop, comma, karate, <laughs> in his infinite wisdom, said he never runs with music. The only beat he needs is the rhythm of his heart. <laughs> Enter me singing Gloria Estefan. <laughs> uh, Kathy said, no music for me. She started out running with it, but then began running with a friend, so she never needed it. She just really loves to be in her head and listen to her surroundings. See, and that's why I kind of listen to the music. That's why I like the music, because I think the music helps me zone out a little bit. Like, I'm always kind of aware of, like, where I am and my safety. But it just lets me kind of zone out and I don't want to say, like, because it kind of sounds like the opposite. But I feel like I'm focused more on my running if I'm just listening to music because I'm like trying to stay on the beat or I'm like singing along to a song or jamming out. It just feels like I'm kind of dancing and having fun while I'm running. If I don't have music on, I'm thinking about like I'm making lists of things I have to do and I'm thinking about work and I do training and instructional design. So I'm like thinking about like things I have to make or what I have to do. Like, so then I start thinking about work and then I notice my pace is slowing down. So the running like or the music, I guess, keeps me focused on the running. I mean, I probably think about all those things that you're talking about on like work. And I mean, obviously not making instructional videos because I'm not, <laughs> that's not, that's not my job. But yeah, I mean, like that is probably what I think about like is like the, the, I, I do end up thinking about like the problems of the world that are going on right now. And maybe the anger of what's happening in the world keeps me going. I don't really yeah. know. <laughs> you're running on anger. I love it. <laughs> Just a, a few more from the listeners. Dirk feel good. Always runs with something. He likes to time his runs to his favorite radio shows. And as a solar runner, it makes him feel like 
uh, someone else is going along for the journey. Oh, that's like what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raph said it all depends. And this was interesting. So Raph said back in Manila, he could not run with music or he'd get hit by a car, jeepney, motorcycle, or he'd be mugged. Wow. <laughs> uh, here, it all depends. On long runs, he'd um, usually go out to enjoy his surroundings or he'd be running with his wife. Um, on early morning training runs, he listens to podcasts at a very low volume so he can hear outside noise. Uh, mainly the podcasts that he listens to are something called will run for, (laughs) um, uh, deep questions podcast with Cal Newport and the Jocko Willink podcast. So thank you for that, Raph. Um, Ken, um, I do audiobooks. easy to keep a steady pace that way. Our friend Kate, I only run with music if I'm doing interval sprints, um, for those, and she was embarrassed to say she listens to three days, three days grace. Yes. Because it's basically the same song over and over and over again. <laughs> uh, and then last, I also have some dashboard confectional on mine. It gets kind oh of emotional out there. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> and then drama. lastly, Angie, um, I used to listen to music on every run realizing my iPod wasn't charged was like forgetting a sports bra. Yeah. And if that happened, the run was not happening. Uh, now she listens to audiobooks most of the time, but still listens to music occasionally. So really, our feedback from the listeners is all over the place. Yeah. Actually, I, I had posted it on my my um, Instagram, too, and there was a couple trail runners that all said no. So I think that's a big common thread with trail runners. Trail runners seem to not use music the same way road runners do. And I will say that's probably about the same time for timing for me is when I became a trail runner is probably around when I stopped listening to music altogether. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, and I think the different types of music is so varied. So I know one of the things that we're going to do is everyone submitted their favorite running songs, which I was obsessed with. So thank you guys for sending those in. And we're going to create a Spotify list that has all those great running songs on it. So look out for that when we launch this episode and we'll post them all. But we got some some great recommendations from everyone. But it's so varied. And I even think my own running playlist is really varied. So like I said, I have everything from Queen to Dashboard Confessionals to Britney Spears to The Greatest Showman and nothing makes sense. Nothing's connected to each other. I agree. Um, Mine would always be like, it would be like Metallica followed by Taylor Swift and it would make no sense whatsoever. (laughs) Taylor Swift's an angel, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And I used to, and I mean, I do sing along and I sing along even when I'm like outside by myself, but I used to get caught on the treadmill, especially when I first started running, I did a lot of running on the treadmill and I would get caught and people would like smile at me or give me thumbs up because I would just be totally rocking out. Yeah. And just, uh, looking at the playlist submitted by the listeners, it is very eclectic. Um, not going to read everything here, but I mean, we have everything from Pitbull, to Blink-182, um, ACDC, Lenny Kravitz. Um, We're putting yours in there, Millheiser. So I don't know if you actually listen to this or not, but it's going on there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we, we even have some suggested Dutch artists, um, which I, I checked out on YouTube. There's a lot of really cool music here. So thank you very much for everybody that submitted songs. And like Diana said, we're going to build out that Spotify playlist and publish that. Um, 
some of my personal favorites because this is all about me, apparently. I love the Foo Fighters. Monkey Wrench by the Foo Fighters is a perfect running song. But oh, I, yeah, it gets to that screaming part. Like, oh, I yeah. always sprint at that. That's what I'm saying. At the end, that last time, that last... One last day before I quit. Yep. <laughs> when he starts that, I just sprint. And then, you know, I just try to... I'm like, you cannot stop moving until he stops screaming. And I have plenty of songs that are like that. So, you know. Yeah. Make deals just, with yourself. I do make... Yeah, absolutely. Is that what we got for music? I think that's it. Right. Yeah, that wraps us up. Well, we didn't have a segment last week for a poll. Um, so we threw out a random Ron and Hermione poll because we like to talk about Harry Potter and apparently we're becoming a Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> um, I didn't even write down the results. I we I was just so flabbergasted that almost 50% of the people that we polled said that they thought that Ron and Hermione belong together. That I, I just decided to pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Just offended by wow. the results. That's the best thing to do when you don't agree with someone's <laughs> point of view. That's what I do. No, honestly, I, I actually, when we were going through the show notes, I completely forgot that that was on there. <laughs> That's all right. So I didn't look that up. But it really was like 45% said that Ron and Hermione belonged together out of like 20 people who answered the poll. And I was floored. <laughs> so Diana and I were like, who thinks that's possible? Anyway, we're going to move is made of different people. And I support them all. I most agree. of them. <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> Many of them. A handful. A few of them. A couple of them. <laughs> Me and you. I yeah. support you. Um, and we're going to move on to Diana's random trivia with Diana. That's my new name, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Diana's random trivia with Diana. Featuring Diana? Featuring Diana and the Diana players. <laughs> we need t-shirts made <laughs> immediately. I love it. So um, I actually did the homework. So I've got more than three questions this week. So what I figured is I would just ask the questions and then you guys could guess because I thought some of these were kind of a funny discussion. So some of them are running music related and then some of them are just music related. So like top top 10 music related. So I thought it would be interesting. So we talked a lot today about running and who runs with music and who doesn't run with music. According to Runner's World, what percentage of runners listen to something while they run? 80%. Any other guesses? We've got an 80%. I'm going to go I'm going to go close to 50-50. I'm going to say 79%. So. <laughs> $1. $1. So it's actually 61%. Mm. Oh, so they listen to something while they run. That's a little lower than I thought it would be, actually. It was lower than I thought it was going to yeah, be, too. Definitely. Obviously lower than I thought because I said immediately said 80. <laughs> so of those people that run with something, what percent of those people run with music? So oh, what they're not running with an audiobook the, yeah. or podcasts, mm. but they're running with music. Uh, I'll say 83 percent. I was going to go with like 75. 
Um, I'll say 70%. I don't know who was closest, but the answer is 81. 81% of those people run with me. I was going to go with 79% because that was what he stole from me. I guess I should have. You should have went 82. You would have been right on. Uh, Yeah. Then I thought this was really interesting. So there was a lot of debate. Like, I feel like we got really passionate responses to if you run with music or not like absolutely no or absolutely yes what percentage of runners even if they don't run with music support being able to run music run with music so they're okay with people running with music what percent of runners that's an odd question it's a weird question and i found it and i was like i'm using this because it's so Mm, bizarre that is interesting so they don't run with music but they all allow it or they run with music. So it's just the percent of runners that are okay with people running with I'm music. Gonna go with the eight, I'm going to go back to my 80%. It's probably pretty close. Because I feel like there are definitely some runners, because I got a couple strong reactions from the trail runners, that were like, absolutely not. It's a safety issue. Don't ever do it. But there's 61% say they run. Yeah. So stuff, I'd say so. half of the, at least half of those people probably would, would say, yeah, I support it. So I'm going to go around 80 I'm going to say 83. I like how I like to use round numbers and he's like the weird one. He's also within like five of yours. Everyone. 84. He's trolling me. That's good. 75% are cool with people running with music. That's good. Awesome. All right. Uh, well, I already gave this question away because I talked about it earlier in the episode. So I'll just read you this um, this question. So I was going to do a true or false. Fast paced music makes you work out harder. I talked about it. It's true. But just to share, researchers found that when they exercise to faster paced music, the participants um, accepted and even preferred a greater degree of effort. So like they were like, bring it on, bring me a challenge if they're listening to fast paced music. And then in some instances, performance improved up to 15 percent. Wow. While working out to certain music. I think it's hard to like not like if you have like a really strong beat going Mm -hmm. like it would be almost hard to not keep to that beat. Like you just like feel like you need to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Although I have been in the gym looking angry and like crushing it. And if people knew that inside my headphones was like the little mermaid soundtrack, <laughs> they would be shocked. Or Moana. It's usually Moana it, for it's, you. It's actually always Moana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of keeping up with the beat, what is the ideal tempo for running beats per minute? 158. I don't even know what that means. Um, I used to actually know the answer to this question because that was what I used to like. The guy gave me the beats per minute that I should be looking for. And the song uh, gave me a playlist of all the songs in it. And I can't remember for the life of me. I'm going to say 90. Well, your cadence should be, oh gosh, should be above 70, right? So I'm going to say 80 to 90. I'll, I'll say 85. Tom was actually closest in the range. So they say if you're going to be running like a decent pace, you're looking for 150 to 190 beats. 
oh. is ideal for running. That's if you're running one step per beat. Yeah. I'm sorry. It should have been one, a one in front of my thing. It should have been one um, eighty-five. However, if you're going on a one stride cycle, that beat is 75 to 95 beats per minute. So to like help you figure that out, you know, the song want to be certain something, the Michael Jackson song. Yes. (laughs) That one. Thank you. Thank you for that. In case you need it. I sounded just like him. Um, That's 122 beats per minute. The song happy by Pharrell. That's only 80 beats per minute. Hmm. Yeah, I have to, I have a chart. I could actually try and pull that out because I probably have it on my computer that this guy gave me my PT and I could post that someplace. Also, I didn't fact check any of this. So I did a basic Google search. So guys, please don't quote me on any of this. I don't even know if it's right. (laughs) So, um, but they say 120 to 130 beats per minute is a low to moderate intensity run and 130 to 140 for a moderate to high hmm. intensity run. Hmm. So, yep. All and right. Now you know. Now you know. The more you know. All right. So I thought I would just end it with a couple of just random music trivia questions based on the Hot 100. The Billboard Hot 100. The current this one? Is all, this is all from Wikipedia. If this is not correct, <laughs> you have time to go change your answer on Wikipedia by the time this and comes out. And make it correct. <laughs> and make it correct. What song has spent the most weeks at the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100? Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On. <laughs> it was number one on the Billboard Hot 100. I have no idea what made me think of that. Pretty good guess. There's um, a long, awkward silence here, guys. I'm going to say staying alive. I'm going to go with happy. It was Old Town Road at 19 weeks. Uh, it was number one for 19 weeks. But number two, if anyone's interested, it's a tie between Desposito and One Sweet Day, Boys to Men and Mariah Carey. Oh, that oh was, God. I knew there was a ballad that was at the top. And that's why I wow. said the Celine Dion one, because I knew it was Mariah Carey or Celine Dion were in, always in the top. But yep, Des, I love wh- it. What was the other one? Despacito. The one that just came out recently? Yes. It seems like the, last year. It's very strange that I would think with so much, so, you know, so many artists out now as compared to the past when it was like studio controlled. Or record label controlled, you would think the longer ones would have been longer ago, and now it would be much harder to have have something stay for yeah. that long. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's why crazy. I yeah. was. That's why I remembered there being a ballad in the top two, which is like I said, why I said the Celine Dion one. But I guess I haven't looked at it in that long that I didn't realize Despacito somehow ended up all the way up that high. Yeah, and then there were certain songs. There was an, I didn't include, but there were also lists that were like. What song stayed the longest at number two without ever going to number one? It was like stuff like that. So they do uh, have yeah. like weird lists that are like that. Um, but my the other couple ones that I have are which it's either um, a single artist or a group band that had the most number one singles. Like Michael it's, Jackson? It, <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be something like R.E.M. or U2. 
Tom always thinks these bands are bigger than they are. We got in a huge it fight one day about Pearl Jam versus Beyonce. Yeah, it's definitely not either of them. <laughs> I think it used to be the Beatles, but then somebody weird passed them. Like, like I don't even know. Oh. It's got to be someone who's been around for a long time. Yeah, it could be Mariah Carey, actually. Or Whitney. Aaron, do you have a guess? No, I got no clue. So Michael is actually right. It was the Beatles followed by Mariah Carey. Uh, okay. Then Elvis, then Rihanna. Wow. Oh, wow. When does REM make that list? <laughs> they don't. Beatles <laughs> had 20. Mariah Carey had 19. Elvis had 18. Rihanna had 14. Wow. Wow. Okay. This artist had the most cumulative weeks at number one. Dave mm. Matthews. Dave oh Matthews. Gosh. He's obsessed. <laughs> cumulative weeks at number one. Oh. Huh. Like uh, across all of their songs. So like yeah, it yeah. would be like You're somebody like assume I took Beatles. notes on this and didn't just write this stuff down. So, so it would be yeah. like I can the answer Beatles. no follow up questions. I'm gonna say Elvis. I'm gonna say Beyonce. <laughs> Solid. I'm gonna go with the Mariah. All right. So we've got two kind of winners. So Mariah Carey's number one, eighty two. Elvis Presley, number two, seventy-nine. Ooh. Okay. I've got a I've just got two more. And these are like weird and random, and you guys are gonna get angry as soon as I tell you who the answer is. So that's why I included them. Who had the most top ten singles? Taylor Swift. (laughs) I'm surprised she hasn't shown up on this list. You're never gonna get it because I was shocked. Most top ten singles. How about? Mm. Can you give me the genre? It's a little bit of everything. Oh, man. I mean, it's one it's one single genre, but this artist appears in multiple. If that helps, Taylor Swift. I said that you can't steal that from me. Uh, I'm stealing it. The BGs. The BGs. And it's not going to be that. It's Drake. Uh. What? He has 41 top 10 singles. 41? 41. Because he's featured in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. He's not that good as Drake. No, he's good. <laughs> All right, fine. He <laughs> should be permanently on SNL. He's so good. All right, let's let's be, get beyond this. All right. Madonna was second. The Beatles were third. Mm. All right. Last question. Who has the most number one debuts? Dave Matthews. Most number one debuts. You can only have one one number one debut. No, like so it's not debuted at number one. Oh, 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 oh. That's their song song debuted at number one. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Songs that debuted at number one. But it's a it's a low number, so it's only like four. This person only has four songs that had a number one debut. And it's somebody we're gonna be angry about. I'm gonna say Um, Elton. It's someone that's going to shock you. It's gonna be Jay Z. I'm gonna say Elton John. Four number one debuts. Dashboard Confessionals, isn't it? No, I'll go with Dave Matthews. Ben Folds Five, isn't it? Ariana Grande. What? Oh, makes sense. Yeah. 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 Very number two on that list is a three-way tie between Mariah Carey, Drake, and Justin Bieber. I was, I was just thinking we haven't mentioned the Biebs yet. I know nothing <laughs> about music, apparently. <laughs> 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 so that was Diana's random trivia wow. with Diana. 
Featuring, You're welcome. Featuring the Diana players. Please don't fact check <laughs> The <me>. Diana players. <laughs> Let's end with something good. Who's got something they want to share? I forgot we were doing that until this moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll kick us off. Um, uh, my something good is you can find it in a few different places, but it's NPR, National Public Radio. They have a Tiny Desk concert series. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find it on YouTube. Um, you can also... They have two podcasts. One's the audio and one's um, the audio plus video. Um, you you can subscribe. It's really cool because it's just, it's any artist. It's a lot of different artists. And they just go to the NPR offices and they get behind this little desk and they play between three and five songs in a very intimate kind of small, you know. Um, Lizzo did one, didn't she? Yeah, Lizzo did one. Michael loves I was these. listening to Wu-Tang Clan. They had like mm-hmm. 19 yeah. people behind the desk. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so eclectic and it's really cool. Um, so yeah, NPR, Time Desk Concerts. If you, if you do go check it out on YouTube, while you're over there, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube. It's a good idea. Yeah, definitely. plug. There you go. <laughs> Who's next? Um, my something good is Chi in movies. <laughs> Uh, Mulan did not have enough chi. Kung Fu Hessel has all the chi you'll ever want in your life and is a wonderful. Some would say too much chi. No. Oh. <laughs> Kung Fu Hustle is amazing and fun as anything. It is really fun. Super fun. Mulan, not super fun. Kung Fu Hustle, super fun. But more chi in movies. Don't listen to what other people say. Chi is awesome. <laughs> I'm so I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that style of film, and I just like we kind of went into a binge of the after Milan came out, watching some other movies, uh, you know, with martial arts type movies and. Yeah, it's the style. We were yeah. just talking about how they uh, didn't lean into it in Mulan, and if they were gonna make it an epic. Um, movie along the lines of you know Crouching that, that style yeah. and okay. they should have okay, leaned I got you. into I that got you. more yeah. and so then since we watched Mulan we have said that we we enjoy the movies that lean into that cultural culture yeah, yeah. that's all they're just super fun yeah or really entertaining or yeah uh, speaking of I mean again we're going cultural uh, we've been watching Cobra Kai which is the follow-up to Karate Chop or Karate Chop? <laughs> Sorry, Karate. It's not Karate Chop. Not karate. I mean, it kind of is. It's not <laughs> his show. Well Definitely not his show. Oh wow, Karate Kid. Um, it actually has you know the Karate Kid, and um, they're adults and they have kids, and it's it's actually a really really fun show. Uh, they do a lot of really great throwbacks. They actually have some um, flashbacks and. Uh, it's really just well written. Um, the jokes hit exactly the way that they're supposed to. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, everything you would want um, from like redemption stories to just the comedy. And it's just it's a really fun show. They did a really excellent job of doing a um, continuation because a lot of times when, you know, you come back to something and revisit it like. 30 years later or 25, however many years later, uh, it can go either way. And in this particular instance, they, they did an amazing job with it. 
Oh, that's awesome. It's on our list. Yeah. Yeah. And then I am last but not least. So my something good this week is DuckTales, the new DuckTales. I have been screaming from the rooftop about this show since it premiered, but new episodes are getting ready to start. Mm. So I'm going to encourage everyone to go back and binge the first two seasons on Disney Plus and get ready to finish out season three. It's amazing. Dare I say, better than the original. I will Ooh. say it. It's better than the original. Wow. That's awesome. So it is. And the, every, all the characters are more built out. The stories are better. It leans in. It's very nostalgic. And I'm a millennial, so it's targeting me because we're really nostalgic. And <laughs> um, yeah, go watch the new DuckTales. There you go. All right. Just uh, quick, some quick reminders. Everyone has been awesome on social media. Please keep that up. Keep tagging us in Instagram, Facebook. Uh, keep commenting. We love to follow you along in your stories um, and your journeys. You can always email us at willrunfor at gmail.com. Um, as you know, new episodes will come out every other Monday. Please um, check out that YouTube and, and subscribe. I think we're halfway to 50 subscribers, so we're on our way. Um, and again, if you leave a five star review on Apple, I will run five miles for you. But this is Tom, and for Aaron, Diana, and Michael, we will see you later. Bye. Have a great week. Bye. Bye, friends. Thank you.